films created by a diverse range of voices? Sequels, reboots, spin-offs, remakes, and more of the things you already love. Obvious, obviously. Brendan and Nick present that movie you like. The sequel. Welcome to that movie you like, Die Harder. The great new podcast where we look at classic films and then pitch you the sequels you can't live without. I'm Brendan Seagal. And I'm Nicholas Angel. 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 Nicholas Angel. <laughs> Angel. <laughs> Nicholas Angel, the brother of Kurt Angle. <laughs> no, and this week we could just jump straight into it. We're doing... They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went to a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. If it's a mission no man can survive, he's the man for the job. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. Commando. Commando. <laughs> Commando. Um, Commando. Yes. <laughs> I feel like when we start getting to our scripts, there might be a few Arnie impressions, so that'll be interesting. I, I was actually a bit worried because I'm like, oh, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> like, I think I do a great Arnold impersonation. I don't think anyone outside of my brain thinks that. Well, hopefully he's at least saying interesting things and that'll make up for it. Yeah. Um, this one's tricky because you have to come up with, like, quips yeah. and things. And, yeah, that was... That, that's one point, like, in the movie... There are a bunch of quips, and yeah. then there aren't any for ages, yeah. and then there's heaps at the end. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, then he's also doing the I'll be back, Bennett, and all yes. these other things as well. So it's like, yeah, we we know you're the Terminator, dude. It's, yes. yeah. yeah, he's kind of... It, I don't know. I was thinking about this as I rewatched it, because it had been a little while since I watched it, and I think this might be my favourite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I had so much fun rewatching it, this. It sort of sits in that space for me. Like, I, I still think Terminator 2's... My favorite, yeah. just just because Terminator Two is a better movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, just so much of it is is awesome in in all the metrics. This is this sits in that sort of same space as like a razor. I haven't actually <laughs> yes. seen Predator, but I imagine it would be. Oh, really? You've never seen Predator? I've never seen That's Predator. A future so. episode for sure. <laughs> that that would be the other pick for me to potentially be my favorite. So. Uh, Predator versus Commando. Wait a minute, that's, <laughs> that's just Predator. <laughs> yeah, it basically is. Even <laughs> <laughs> some of the same characters. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I feel like is just. Arnold Schwarzeneggering so good in this movie. That's I think why I like it. It's like peak at his popularity, but also it's not like one of his big ones. So he's doing yeah, like, it's sort of in that nice. It's a low budget thing where it doesn't have to try yes. too hard to you know. But yeah, it's it's quite impressive all the same. So so I guess the plot for people that haven't seen Commando and that might be I don't know a lot of people <laughs> is there's this ex military guy of some sort of special forces <laughs> they don't really go into what he is that closely it, but... imagine imagine taken but remade with arnold schwarzenegger yes yeah well <laughs> i guess taken <laughs> yeah, so many of these kinds of movies but yeah he's this he's this guy he used to be in the military but he's out like that's kind of the big thing oh first off we just see a whole bunch of guys get murdered in, oh, yeah. in various ways yeah yeah we, there's like a revenge squad going out it's yeah. like garbos which and is stuff, seemingly so. like his old unit they don't really like 
they don't really go into it. But yeah, he doesn't really mourn them. No, just, <laughs> it's just kind of a reason to have some extra sequences, like where garbage men murder people and stuff. But <laughs> then, then we cut to him. He's fully retired. He lives in the mountains in his cabin with his daughter Jenny. And, Jenny. <laughs> and Jenny is a ten-year-old-ish Alyssa Milano, yep. and she's cute, wears overalls, and they feed deer and put ice cream on each other's face. Yeah, and... it's it's just like. Let's just do this in montage. You yeah. really don't care. This isn't why you're here to see yeah. this, is it? It's so cheesy. And, <laughs> but uh, again, I just love it. Uh, there's no indication at all of whatever happened to Jenny's mum. Like, it's just, it's not. No, no she's not just in that realm of Disney mums, you know, yeah, same, same as. God, not even a picture on the wall. She's no. just totally erased. Yeah, she was in eraser. <laughs> <laughs> and so that might, I don't know, maybe that's something interesting to explore in a sequel. But mm. Commando 2, yeah. where's Jenny's mum? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a, a, a drama where she goes, oh, like, oh hell, have I, just, have I just ruined your... your <laughs> it's like that, that, that show, who, who, who Do You Think You Are? <laughs> it's just like following, going back to her roots. We won't spoil it, but yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe that's explored, I don't know. I, I love how they explain, like, you know, he's this very German-Austrian man who works for the... For the American military or something it's like yeah dude like, yeah. why I, I mean they do seem to be a, a, a multicultural bunch because yeah. oh yeah there's an Australian yeah there's also an Aussie guy in there and we don't really know what the other guys were because they get murdered before they have any lines that but... really excited me actually having the Aussie in there because yeah, yeah he's like straight off the set of Mad, Mad Max 2 I think we talked about this in a previous episode that the only times Australians show up are in action movies as bad guys I, I feel like yeah. that came up um, in a previous episode but it's it's on display here This this guy that guy was the first choice of the director as well because he'd seen Mad Max 2. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how he got that gig because oh, he nice. needed someone who he thought could actually face up to Arnold Schwarzenegger and this Aussie dude is apparently it. <laughs> who's, who's, like, chewing up the scenery, especially in the last scene. But anyway, so, yeah, Bennett steals Jenny and, and the men steal Jenny and then the rest of the movie is all about yeah, John well, Matrix, Arnold Schwarzenegger, trying to get her back. John Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> the most Austrian name, name ever. <laughs> Um, oh dear! And he does so. He some things that happen. He kills a guy on a plane and jumps out of yeah. the plane yeah. um, as it's taking off. Yes, like so you know he can just duck and roll. Yeah. <laughs> he landed in a, in a very shallow pond. Yes, um, should have he, skipped along like a rock. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he's he's following another one of these goons, and he meets yeah. and. Uh, Flight attendant, yeah, yeah, flight attendant. Kind of, he kind of takes over her car, and so he won't be seen. He just tears the passenger seat out and then sits on the floor. But he's still so tall that you can just see his head popping out as he goes and around. Like, well, yeah, that worked. Yeah, he's like, you know, yeah, I just pulled the car, I just pulled the chair out of the car to <laughs> to show you I'm serious. Yeah, and so and he's hiding in there. He kind of <laughs> hiding yeah, with his head popping out. Um, then they follow the the guy, and that happens, and they eventually get on a plane, and she's she's training, training to be a pilot. pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they take this seaplane to an island somewhere. I forget where. <laughs> and, and oh, the other thing that he does a lot is find like very useful hints on where to go next. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Like it's it's literally that sort of problem of like okay, he's because he's blackmailed in. Like that's the mm. whole crux of the thing is yeah. that they've taken his daughter to blackmail him to go and do some like assassination some of some yeah. head of head of state somewhere. That's 
completely forgotten by like you know the second act because he's like no i'm just on my rampage now yeah so and and the way he and just, i have it 11 hours before the plane lands and they know that i've yes something's that, up that's really the only kind of thing pushing the story forward is this ticking clock like they know that he's going to land at a certain time because they're expecting him to get off this plane and obviously they couldn't make a phone call from the plane so there's no way for him, them to yep. know he's gotten off 1985 before yeah. mobile phones it makes things a lot simpler yes and so he's yeah, he's doing this. But every time, like, he'll kill someone and then he'll find a very convenient clue in their pocket that tells him where to go next. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, look, I've got a, what is it, like a book of matches or yes, something from yeah. this very specific club. And it's like, oh, well, that's that's lucky. It happens three or four times. It's like, Good oh. thing it just didn't say Marlboro on it and it have been stuffed. At one point they find, like, the blueprints for the island so they know where to go next. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, that um, was just in, like, laying on the table in some shack somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they rob a gun store as well and oh, are arrested. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't even a gun shop. I think it was an army surplus or something, it said. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, so the, yeah, they, they, they go on a little bit of a rampage. She shoots the, the police with a rocket launcher. Yeah, not before Cindy. accidentally shooting it backwards. No. And then <laughs> yes. it, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, so Cindy kind of gets in on it and starts to kind of help him when she realises what's going on. Yeah, I mean, she when you look at it from her perspective, she had a very strange day. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it started with her getting, like, harassed by this short dude and then this <laughs> Austrian and mountain comes after her, after her. and they spend you about, need to help me they spend about 30 minutes chasing this guy that just needs to find a payphone <laughs> so we can let them know that John Matrix is alive this movie could not be made today no th- there would be so many things you'd have to change yeah. um, because like that's literally it like he's in this this pub and then he tries to get to a payphone and John Matrix literally rips it out of the ground and throws it across the thing and so he goes and gets into his car and then it's just them in a car chase but Surely he's just looking for another payphone. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he just has to lose them and find the nearest payphone and then that's it. Movie over. Yeah, but he doesn't He doesn't lose them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he yeah. rolls his car and they get they kill him and then... Oh, not before delivering probably the best line of the thing because at the start, you know, he's quipping with this first henchman and he's like, oh, you know, I like you. I'll kill you last. <laughs> yes. And then when he catches him, he's like, I lied. Yes, that was a good one. But yeah, they, they flip the car, he gets killed and then they need another car. So he just flips the car back over with his bare hands yep. and they jump into it and as it takes off, it's clearly a repaired car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they eventually get to the island after all of these sh- fun shenanigans and he murders a nation. Um, <laughs> or at least a small country. Yeah, there are so many guys and they just keep running out of buildings and he just keeps shooting them over and yeah. over again. He's like got the infinite ammo cheat or something yeah. on. So yeah, just, just murdering. God and mode. Murdering and then eventually faces off with your old pal Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> good old Bennett. And they fight, but it's really no match for him. Like they, <laughs> he, he beats it really fast. Well, I mean, he also has to goad him into this knife fight because yes. it's like, yeah, come on, put the gun down. Let's just, and he, and yeah, Bennett yeah. just wants. And Bennett's clearly like... Unstable. Yes, very unstable. <laughs> and as I mentioned, kind of chewing up the scenery and just yeah. loving everything about the role. I but think. I think that's the thing. Like the thing I actually struggled with coming up with a sequel to this was... It felt very similar to, like, the way I started, it was very similar to Velocipaster, where, like, some of that stuff doesn't really make a lot of sense, but you just don't care. And then I was like, no, I want to try and tread that line a little bit better than just uh, taking the piss, because I I, I think it has a charm to it. It does. Yeah. It was... I think this will be spoilery to say. Mm. I think this might be the most violent thing that I've (laughs) written, but it was, again, trying to 
make that kind of balance between it being violent but not being because it's not that gratuitous it's like a weird I wonder violence though, that isn't that realistic I do like, wonder though if it, yeah it's video game violence but it's also like this film was a nine million dollar project so yeah. the you didn't really have like gore effects I swear if they could have they would have had you know squibs going off and yeah, like dummies I, with rib cages blowing open that kind of thing I but, wonder if that meant that more people could see it at the cinema so it was more marketable without some of that stuff I don't maybe. know maybe it's still, it's still got censored in like the UK I think that there's a shot where he gets a machete and he cuts through some guy's arm and that got, uh, that yeah. got censored so yeah yeah, I guess so I, I don't know I didn't think it was like there's a lot of violence in it I didn't think any of the violence was particularly impactful uh, like it was it's, <laughs> it's we are jaded millennials yeah, though aren't we <laughs> it's just like people getting blasted over but it, it's fun like it's yeah. more fun I think as a result of that and that was a balance for me because you don't want to go kind of too far and it's it's definitely from that era of films as well where you don't really have to think too hard about you know mm. maybe murdering a nation like, <laughs> yes. as much as it's sort of like I think audiences I'd say largely like the, the style of films that seem to be coming out are more about audiences who are a bit more thoughtful about, yes. you know, who, who they're fighting and that sort of thing. Like Top Gun, for example, did this thing as well, actually, when they came out, which was kind of going against the grain, but this nation that they're fighting, it's never named. It's, yeah. it's left ambiguous as to who they're meant to be. Yes. It's obviously New Zealand, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's interesting too because, like, I think it's technically still an island in America, like that they're on, but yeah. it kind of has a South American feel to it. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a sort of like uh, you know like coup it, in progress. I was thinking, it's like, is it meant to kind of? It reminded me of like a Cuba or somewhere oh, like yeah, that, yeah. but it, I don't think it is that. Like, it's just a it's just a place, it's, right? It's, it was it, full of full of gunmen. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, we're we're here to you know kill everybody, and you know we want to. I mean, what they actually had him doing in the first place was to to kill the the president of this nation, so this guy could come in back. Oh, in and, that's right. Yeah, I forgot over. about that. So, bit. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. that's as that's as political as it gets, really. But yeah, yeah, it's not, it's, and I don't think it's really meant to be. Like, it's mm. it's not what it's about. Like, no, it's, no, no. It, you have to have an enemy, and they've kind of they've got one. But really, <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, yeah, like, it would make no difference to the story. Yeah, I mean, I think we've like plumbed the depths of how deep the story is. It's, yeah. it's not. It's not that deep. Yeah. But <laughs> so. there's some really cracking action in it. There's some really funny lines throughout it. Like there is a lot of fun stuff to oh, enjoy in yeah. there. And if you like these kind of to me this is, I, I jokingly called myself Brendan Seagal as we came in. <laughs> this is leaps and bounds better than the odd Steven Seagal or that generation. That's, that's a low like, bar, but it is pretty good. Yeah. No, but it, <laughs> yeah. it's like it, it it's a lower budget Arnold Schwarzenegger film, yeah. but he's it's still like he's still kind of the top of his game when they're doing it. Oh yeah. So he he sells it so much better than so many of those other kind of mid-range action yeah, stars would have. And I think the other thing about it is I really enjoyed the the lineup of henchmen that he chose through yes. first. Like the the first I guess two thirds of the film is him just going through like one after another. To he's meeting with this guy, so I knock him off, and then I go to the next one, and then you know I found found the clue in his pocket, that kind of thing. Yeah. So before you get to this, you know, the big boss, the big boss, where you know he's killing a nation he doing this air quotes detective story yeah. I yes. <laughs> with his detective solely consisting of looking in people's pockets um, but um, yeah but again and they're like they're not usually deep characters but they're 
kind of cool enough that you're excited to see them get their their thing so there's like the main one that i remember being the one you mentioned before is the little sex offender type creepy dude oh, yeah, yeah. and when you finally when he finally gets it you're like oh yeah that got sucked like i'm, I'm <laughs> glad that he got it like it's like what happened to what did you do to him i let him go yeah <laughs> it's just gravity decided his fate really so. yes yeah and, and that's the other thing there's a lot of wisecracking in this mm. um although i feel like the wisecracking to me is stacked very heavily at the beginning and end i feel like in the middle there's actually not as many wisecracks but i guess like in the middle it's just very one thing after another so they can't really yeah. stop to take that breath and by so. the time we get to the point that he's like impaling bennett on a pipe <laughs> that he's yeah. thrown through Jam a man through into, a, into a steam pipe so it's gone it, it's a pipe that he has thrown through a man <laughs> and then it's also got still got enough force that it goes through the man into like a thick metal steam pipe yes and Blast pierces it so that the steam, steam is passing can... through the man yeah. into the thing so yeah I, i'm sure mythbusters have looked into whether you could throw a pipe <laughs> out, but i suspect not even arnold well, no well <laughs> but yeah i mean it looked cool it did who cares it did and it was so much fun and i think that's kind of the whole movie and i guess this sort of speaks to the this kind of generation of action movies right like yeah. uh, this is it's just about having a bit of fun and yeah. seeing I, some stuff happen it was actually refreshing to write something like this that yeah. you didn't have to it's it's interesting to compare it to something similar of its era like die hard i think is a little bit more on the thoughty end of this oh, like i feel like die a bit hard more, is, bit more thinky is a bit more like to me die hard's kind of like the scream of mm. of action movies mm. so it's a bit more self-aware yeah. than than maybe, but they they got a lot in common, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, when I say like, it just seems to have a little bit more invested in having a really cool villain mm. and you know the scrappy hero and that sort of thing. And if they'd cast Arnold in Die Hard, I don't think it would work nearly as well. I agree. But this is Arnold in Although his element. I, I so. know that you're a big fan of the villain in Die Hard. Oh yes, I like Bennett better. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Bennett is so fun. I really like him. Yeah, well, he's fun. But he's no Alan Rickman. Like, yeah, yeah, I think he's better. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, that's cool. I, I like this Send movie. your hate mail, too. <laughs> I, I, I like this movie better than Die Hard, too. Fair so, enough, fair um, enough. I think they're kind of doing two different things anyway. Like, Die, like mm. say, I think Die Hard is a bit more self-aware. Yeah. And whereas Commando is almost <laughs> like the peak of this kind of movie. Like, it's... Yeah. it's before it's kind of like, it let's, let's just ignore the fact that he has the Austrian accent. Oh, yes, I come yeah. from Germany. That's about as far as we go with it. Yeah. It's, um, but it's got yeah. good effects. It's got a good lead. Yeah. It's, it's done on a relatively low budget, but they... Yeah. All the stunts look good. Like the, the music has no chill yeah. at all. Either. <laughs> like, we were talking about this little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this charming little vignette of him and his daughter just chilling, but there's this, like, really... <laughs> when this crazy marimba sort of thing going over the top, and it's like... This is Scarface over home video. It's it's really strange. <laughs> um, did you get a chance? I, I I think I said it to you. The uh, the Commando musical. Did oh, you get yes. a chance to have yes, a look I at did. that? Yes, yeah. I did. Speaking of music, something I'll post somewhere for you guys to find. It's very yeah. fun. We are the closest living out here. Jenny and me putting ice cream on each other's noses and feeding the deer. Jenny and me. 
but uh, it's a hilarious YouTube relic from probably 15 years ago, but yep. it's, it's oh, really, YouTube's really been fun. around 15 years. Yeah. What? <laughs> but it's, it's really, really fun. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we could talk about action movies more generally, but I really think we're probably ready to just jump into this one. So I, I think it's time to make time that to, decision, yes. Yeah. Shall we sell out? Let's sell out. Sequel creation. creation. Looks like they've ordered a sequel. Three. We all sell out every day. Two. Perpetuate this cycle of money, grief, fascism, and triviality. One. Show me the money. Sequel incoming. I didn't, I didn't sell out, son. I bought in. Jenny Matrix, played by Alyssa Milano, and her 10-year-old son are making a sandwich in the country farmhouse. This is modern day Alyssa Milano that mm-hmm. we're seeing now. Is this current, like 2023 you're yep. talking? Yep. yep, cool. Yep, so we're seeing the current Alyssa Milano with her, with her 10-year-old son making a sandwich, and they live out sort of in the country. So imagine that. Not quite the the cabin of John, in but... In California. Still California. A, yeah, still yeah. a little bit out of the way. Yep. Suddenly... The security camera motion triggers. Ooh, the Amazon guy is early. She pulls out her phone to check the camera. She sees a military-style truck pull up. Armed men and women climb out. Billy, hide in the crawl space. Why? Now, baby! He runs off. Jenny pulls two huge carving knives from the knife block and tucks them into the belt loops of her mum jeans. From a box in the top of the pantry, she pulls out a magnum revolver. Her doorbell rings. We cut to the view of the doorbell camera. A woman, clearly ex-military, peers right into the camera. Ms Matrix, we just want to have a quick chat. A pixely explosion of splinters and dust engulfs the woman's face. The woman is dead. We cut back to reality to see Jenny firing the revolver point-blank through the wall at the wall. We're not looking for Jesus. Sorry. The other, men and... <laughs> the other men and women open fire back through the door. Jenny diving behind the kitchen island. The door is torn to pieces by gunfire. A huge man lumbers in. Come on, Jenny. Let's have some fun. She pops out quickly next to the island, blasting him with the magnum in the groin. He screams and as he collapses in pain, she fires again into his head. Fun enough for you? Mm. She retreats back behind the island as two more thugs open fire. Two more enter behind them. Boy must be upstairs. You guys grab him. We'll take care of mummy. Two big guys head upstairs. A man and a woman head into the kitchen. They pop around the island in sync. But Jenny has disappeared. What the fuck? Boom! The door of the island explodes, kneecapping the thug. As her partner turns, the door next to her also opens, knocking her down and causing her to drop her gun as Jenny kicks the door straight into her legs. She fires again, finishing off the guy on the ground as she slides out of the island. The woman swings a punch as she gets up, hitting Jenny in the jaw. Jenny swings back, slitting her throat with one of the carving knives. She falls to her knees as Jenny finishes her off with the revolver tucking her knives back into her jeans and trading her revolver for one of the thug's high-powered automatic rifles, she heads upstairs. We see Billy, hidden in the ceiling. He can hear the two men searching for him. Hey, kid! Marco! The thugs laugh. One thug is torn apart by automatic fire. Polo! <laughs> Jenny yells from the stairwell. She runs into a side room as the thug fights back. He starts running down the hall as the wall next to him explodes in gunfire. Jenny firing straight through the wall at him. 
A woman bursts through the window behind Jenny, firing wildly, and Jenny dies behind a heavy oak queen bed. As the woman goes to follow, the bed is tipped over towards her, Jenny lifting the bed from underneath. Ah! Falls onto the woman, knocking her down as Jenny fires into the mattress. The room full of feathers and blood. The attack finally finished, Jenny wipes some blood off her face. I think we're okay, baby, she yells. She heads into the hall, pulling down the ladder and dropping the rifle to climb up. Billy is gone, a huge piece of roof torn off from the outside. She climbs out to see a man throw Billy off the roof down to two others. They carry the boy towards a second car she hadn't seen earlier, a soft top Cadillac. She runs down the roof at full speed, the thug turning too late. She spear tackles him off the roof, using his body to break her fall. He's not so lucky, as his head smashes on a rock. The Cadillac takes off, one thug firing at her from the window. She runs through the yard to her car, narrowly avoiding the bullets. Goes to get her car, but the hood is up and it's clearly been tampered with. She looks around desperately and sees her son's bike. She grabs it, and instead of following down the long driveway, she rides directly across the field toward the main road, jumping across bumps and mounds. We cut to the goons in the car with Billy. A driver, a woman built like a brick wall in the passenger seat, and the two men from earlier holding the boy between them in the back. Well, I guess her killing so many of our guys means a bigger payday for us. Damn straight. Now we just, what the fuck? Jenny stands in the road ahead, knives in hand, bike on the ground. We only need the boy or her, not both. Run her down. The Cadillac surges forward towards Jenny. Just before it hits her, she jumps, but it clips her, flipping her up as she hits the top of the windshield. She rolls her body, jamming the knives into the soft top. She is dragged along the roof, cutting it like Errol Flynn. Unfortunately for the huge dudes in the back, as she slides down, the knives stick into their heads, her full weight and momentum lodging them hard into their brains. Jenny pulls herself up onto the back of the car and then in through the back of the torn roof, smiling at Billy. As she climbs in, a huge fist hits her face. The car pulls over as the huge woman drags her out into the road. Jenny tries to get up, but the woman kicks her in the head. In a daze, Jenny sees the driver walk over holding a mobile phone. A voice with an Aussie accent is on the other side. Oh. G'day, Jenny. Name's Bennett. If you want your little sprock back, I'm gonna need you to bring John to me. He's been a bit hard to track down. Fuck you. Easy on the language, lovey. I'd hate for Billy not to have a mum to come back to. So yeah, take this phone, reconnect with dear old dad, and we'll arrange to pick him up. How can I trust you? Bye, Jenny. The woman kicks Jenny again, knocking her out. Oh. So that's your opening sequence. I'm starting to have this sinking feeling that we may have gone a little too close. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, see. Sorry, we'll see how it goes. Not in. quite, but yeah. This is cool, though. I'm enjoying it. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if you kind of noticed, it's very similar to the opening scene of oh, the definitely. first commando. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. But I we, didn't, we didn't get any scenery stuff of her and her son. And Billy. Um, yes, yeah. and Billy smashing ice cream into each other's faces. Yeah. So, I'm guessing we just, like, no, nah, we nah, don't need that I, anymore. We yeah, just I jump kinda, in. I kind of figured we got it in, like, we'll get it in the first few minutes. So, mm. they're making a sandwich, and that sequence mm. might be a little bit... Like obviously, all of this stuff would be expanded in the in the bigger movie, but I oh, think no, I was, I'm just being a prick. <laughs> yeah, no, but but I think it it wouldn't be much different. So it would mm. just be them hanging out. But maybe it's like a a five minute scene of them kind of hanging out at home, mm-hmm. and then 
the bell rings and, yes. and that's and it kicks off like yeah. and we're, we're just straight into it i wanted to get into it kind of as quickly yeah, as possible no, i mean it, it's good in that sense that you need that kind of a hook i think yes. at the front of one of these movies i think they do arguably hang on these little sequences a little too long and the music just does not support that <laughs> and yeah especially after you've had like all these people murdered by like you know yes. explosions and garbos it's uh yeah and i kind of wanted with this one we don't have any of that other stuff like at the beginning of the other commando because I yeah. really wanted to make it obvious from the get go this is going to be a Jenny movie. Yes, and so we have Jenny, but like she's clearly been like even in Commando we see that she's practicing martial arts with her dad and yeah. stuff. Like she's not this. She's tiny, but yes. she's she's not this like little damsel in distress or anything. Mm. Even in that movie. Yeah. So I kind of wanted. Well, to- I mean, she she breaks out of her own cell in the, it, in the movie. It, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I wanted to kind of build on that that she's continued that kind of progress oh, in, yeah, in yeah. her life. So yeah. she's a bit tougher, but she's still like not Arnold. So she's. Mm. She's maybe a bit cleverer than Arnold yeah. is, so she's like fire, hiding in the drawer and firing out. I, I like she's... that uh, Billy's dad is obviously in that same club as Jenny's <laughs> mum as well. It's like not here, doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. I, oh, I, don't, I think I do allude to it very, very briefly, but it's mm. again not important. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's so that's sort of Jenny's intro, and I guess the the plan is that Bennett wants John. Yep, and that he's. He's going to use her to get and you've, and you've bought Brent. You've bought. Oh, hang on. How do I say this? You've brought Bennett back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bennett's, Bennett's back. Bennett's my favorite character from that movie. So <laughs> I wanted to bring him back. You'll kind of we'll find out how I've done that yeah. in a minute. But... I'm, I'm excited to find out how he how you, how you saved him from a yeah. pipe through the chest. Like that's uh, we... didn't actually go through me, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, no one can throw a pipe that hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll. Do you, do you yeah, want to find yeah, out? Yeah, well, let's I'll find out. I'll tell you right now. Oh, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, cool. Jenny stands in the main street of a small town. She looks beat to hell. A jeep pulls up and John Matrix climbs out. He's older, but no less intimidating. Jenny. Dad, thanks for coming so fast. I've never been far away, Jenny. That's sort of the problem, isn't it? You'll always be part of my life. John looks sad. Anyway, we got to call Bennett now. It's not him, you know. Yeah, no shit. Don't think he was shrugging off what you did to him. <laughs> this is some other Aussie douchebag. I don't much care. Let's arrange to swap you for Billy. They ring Bennett, the only number in the phone, and listen on speaker. Jenny, mate, don't tell me you got John for me already. Guess he didn't stray too far. Fuck you, Bennett. Where do I bring him? Oh, Goodall, we'll pick you up. A van scooches to a halt in front of them, and two armed gunmen jump out. They gesture John and Jenny to get in, and follow close behind. The car tears off. Where are we going? The deal is Jenny and Billy can leave. You offer, asshole. Shut up or die. John drives his arm forward at lightning speed, knocking the gun pointed in towards the other gunman. He grabs the hand holding the trigger and crushes it, firing into the second gunman. Still holding the crushed hand of the first gunman, he punches him over and over with his free hand. No deal. <laughs> John jumps up, choking the driver of the van, then gets bored and just snaps his neck. As the driver slumps into the chair, he hits the gas, the van surging forward. Not good, Dad. It's fine. John tries to tear the front seat out, driver and all. It wrenches and creaks, but he can't do it. I've gotten weak. New plan. <laughs> 
John kicks the back of the speeding van open and picks up one of the dead guards. Surfs up. He jumps out, landing in a surfer stance on the body. It's shredded beneath him as he slides to a hole. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Jenny drags the other body to the door and slides out on her belly. The thug shredded beneath her as she slides to a hole. The van careens off the road and crashes. Fan-fucking-tastic, Dad. Now how do we get Billy? I have a ride. Cindy pulls up in her red Corvette. So Cindy's the pilot from yep. the first movie. Yep. It's kind of implied at the end that she's good, like they're going to be together. I don't know. That's, yeah, I, I got that in a vibe. relationship. Yeah. yeah, I got that vibe. I don't think there was that much thought put into <laughs> no. it. <so. laughs> but um, they, st- they still have some sort of relationship and yep. we'll maybe look into what that relationship is shortly. Mm-hmm. She gets out kissing John and waving awkwardly at Jenny. Thanks for keeping an eye on us. Let's go get Billy. We don't even know where Bennett is. John walks to the smashed van and drags the driver's body out. He grabs a phone from the man's pocket, but it's locked. So he grabs the corpse's hand and uses the thumb to unlock it. He reads it briefly. They were taking us to the airport, flight to LA, then to a house in the suburbs. That's where we'll find him. Well, at least it's a lot easier now with phones. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> and it was a reason to have something in their pocket. So yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. Good thing you know a pilot. Cindy smiles, so yep. Cindy is a pilot now. If, so. if only we owned a plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So you've got your first introduction to old John Matrix. Yep, nice. He's, he's much the same. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. Yep. Yeah. It, it's in that sort of Harrison Ford style of like bring these action heroes back it, it to do a thing. That's yeah. kind of what I, I thought. And I was like, oh, well, if we're going to have tough Jenny, maybe it'd be cool to have them like team up, kind yep. of be a, like a almost buddy cop kind of yeah. vibe to them. I, I, I sense that they've had some falling out yes. as well. Like things were not as rosy as they were in the no, previous no, films. No. So. There's no ice cream is being smashed on each other's nose is right no, now. No, no, no. And, and I guess the Bennett thing, they're both aware this isn't be- the same yeah, Bennett. Can't right? possibly be Bennett. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah. there's no allusion to the fact that it's actually Bennett, it, mm-hmm. but it is someone that sounds a lot like Bennett calling himself Bennett. Played by Jai Courtney. Tell me he's played by Jai Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. The very specific ages and things, it took me a while to land on the actor for Bennett. So there is a specific one. It's the only one that I've added, really. So yeah, and we've got Cindy in, in the picture now. Coming back, she was the flight attendant from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's seemingly in some sort of relationship or has, has she's pretty friendly with John. Yep. And we'll kind of find out more about her as yep. we go on as well. Yeah. Uh, we got cert- we got, got a few catchphrases in there. I yeah, my no, best. You, you were like a laugh a minute. I was enjoying it. <laughs> I, I maybe took it like even a bit further than Commando in some cases. Yeah, but I, I think... I was putting like... I was trying to put quips in, but I've sort of hit that level of like not enough, but yeah. not as many as you. <laughs> some of mine are not, like some of mine are really not good either. So. Oh, surfs up was, yeah. was perfect though. Like I could just imagine then they just play some of the Beach Boys over him jumping out of the back of the car. Yeah. And, play, <laughs> and I think anyway. as well because we had like we had the odd quip with um Jenny as well. So I think some of that rub, rubbed off on her. Yeah. But it's always like when John comes around. He yes. takes it to like the next level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still funny. I'm yeah. an old man now. <laughs> like she's I actually the dad jokes. Seemingly quite restrained in yeah. comparison. Um, <laughs> I but... did like Polo. That was good. Yes. I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So the next scene, John and Jenny sit awkwardly on a small private plane. It's nice to see you. Really, Dad? Nice. My son is kidnapped by a maniac. I didn't. I, I just... Jenny storms off into the cockpit. Jenny... 
<laughs> so Johnny. Yeah. I think you're Johnny. right. I think you're right. Their relationship's not great. No, no, no. It's pretty bad. We're gonna get like a, a press X to Jenny sort of thing. Like well, we... <laughs> Jenny. There is quite a lot of times that he says her name in this movie. I noticed I briefly reread right before we recorded and he does say Jenny a few times. Carol <laughs> Yes, not quite to the Carol level from Velocimaster. Unfortunately. That's the that that movie you like expanded universe. Yes. <laughs> Go back and listen to Velocipasta 2 if you yep. haven't already. All right, so she's still on the plane. Jenny slump has gone up to the cockpit now. She slumps into the seat next to Cindy. You don't have to be so hard on him. I know he feels terrible. I was abducted three times before I turned 18, twice more in my 20s, because he's my dad. You know how much crying and therapy that caused? I didn't mean... I never even entertained having kids, Cindy. Risk them getting drawn into his fucked up gravity? No fucking way. And then the one time I wasn't careful, when I thought maybe I was too old to worry, and Billy came along. And he's magical, and I wish I'd had more, but it's too late. But I have one perfect boy, and I would do anything to protect him. And that meant cutting Dad off. Losing you too. I know it hasn't been, and it didn't even work, Mom. I still lost him. Jenny. Is there any booze on this plane? I don't think that's a... Jenny glares at Cindy. Fridge in the back, please be careful. Jenny heads back into the plane, then sits drinking in awkward silence. Mm. All right, so I'm getting a picture of this strange relationship. <laughs> yeah. That so, means that there's all these other commandos that would have to have been written in, you know, books or comics or something. Yeah, so, so I, I figure that maybe she's had this really bad life from being kind of attached to him. And yeah. It was a way to kind of, again, explain why she's so tough because yes. she kind of needs to, to be. be. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, because it's been a while since Commando came out, yeah. for her to have a child, she needed to have that child when she was a bit older. Yeah. So I thought it kind of explained that a little so, bit so as well. So how old is Jenny now? Like, oh, so she's Milano? about 50. About yeah. 50, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so she would have had Billy somewhere around her late 30s to yep. 40 years old. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of worked out because... Like I say, I think she was trying to avoid that. Yes. And then she got a bit lazier as she got older and, yeah, and, and yeah. then kind of regrets it because now she wishes she'd had more kids, but she yeah. didn't. And I guess it's trying to put at least some kind of emotional mm. thing into this really silly over-the-top I mean, I, I, I do like that, you know, as well, though, that obviously as crazy as the name Matrix is, it's mate. It's at least carried on to another generation still. Yes. So there's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. She's so and, and put about as much uh, thought into the name Billy as I'm sure the writers put <laughs> yeah. into the name Jenny. Uh, so. it, I just was like, what's a very generic name? And, and also Jenny and Billy have that same kind of feel in your mouth. So yes. when you yep. say it, um, so that that really is as far as I said it. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to give her a son because he had a daughter. And I was yep. just like, oh, I think that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it's largely a... irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, but, I, I like the dynamic. Like you've got father, daughter, mm, daughter, son. So, I don't you know. know if you caught it in there, but she, she specifically called Sydney mum as well. Yes, so, I did pick that uh, up actually. So, yes. Very, not that important to the bigger picture of the story, but mm. I, very like very deliberate that I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and obviously the, you know, this flight attendant is like, Oh, uh, yeah. sorry. Cindy is just, that was actually a thing that annoyed me. Cindy didn't have a last name in the credits yeah. at all. And there's nothing I could. <laughs> and she really didn't have a lot of character out of side of, she's trying to become a pilot. And like she's like, well, I, I think they dropped at some point that she'd done some karate as well. So yes. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they wanted that to pay off later in the script and then they <laughs> dropped it, but yeah, still. <laughs> so I, I also wanted, I guess 
because Cindy's not going to be a big part of this movie. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to at least kind of resolve that situation and explain who she is. Yes. Um, she actually is, from Jenny's point of view, her mum. And, yeah. and no. I think... No, that, I, I like that. I mean, you know. And we don't know yeah. when she broke apart from John, but it's seemingly mm-hmm. around the time her son was born. Like, that's yeah. when she kind of broke off the yeah. the connection. And I think she had issues with him prior to that. And yeah. then... Well, um, I imagine, like, get kidnapped once, shame on me, or, yeah. you know, whatever. But after a couple of times, yeah. it's like, okay, so yeah, this is this is not cool. Five times. Yeah. Like, so she's been kidnapped. So She's like, oh, come on. But I, I thought as well, like, this guy seemingly has this long career of beating up bad guys, and mm-hmm. he would be a target. Yeah. And, it's something as much as he's at the end, he's like no chance of going back to this. Yeah. He kind of can't leave it behind. And yeah. It keeps coming after him. So yeah. yes. And she was at the end of the first commando, like happy to see him. And I feel yeah. like each time this happens, she gets a little bit less happy to like, yeah. she's a little bit more like this just sucks now. Well, she and could, yeah. She just could. And I mean, you go through being a teenager, you blame exactly. your parents for everything. So exactly. yes, it would be, yeah. And, and as she's gotten older, I think she's understood it more as well. Yeah. Like you, you actually face your mortality a lot more than you do when you're ten. And, yeah, and um, I mean, it would take a lot of serious therapy to get through. Like you know, yeah. I mean, Hot Fuzz does touch on this. Like yeah. you know, the amount of paperwork required for some of the things that go go <laughs> down. But you exactly. know, obviously, the human cost as well as that's, you saw him mow down a small nation. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that that's the tricky thing. And I don't know if I I always will get it right here, but I wanted to add a little bit more emotion because. And this sort of dialogue is the stuff I enjoy writing. So, yeah. and I wanted to give her a bit more character than maybe John Matrix has. Yes. But at the same time, I have to fit it within the tone of that universe. <laughs> so hopefully, I'm getting close. But the Matrix verse. Yeah, we're not going to spend too much time on yeah. that. And as we read through it, like we're actually probably halfway through the movie as we yeah. speak. There would probably be some other action sequences, but I just yeah. wanted to give you guys the core of the the main. Yeah. important parts of the story well, with this I, one. I think it's important because you do need to be invested in characters when they go into yes. peril because otherwise you just it just you just glaze over exactly not... yeah yeah and you never really worried about job matrix like mm, no you're just enjoying watching him work like that's kind of his thing and i want with jenny she's still a b- absolute badass but i, I kind of hope like she feels a little bit more mortal than the John. Maybe yeah. not by the end of the movie. We'll see. But oh, um, see how we go. Yeah. It's just still that like he suits up on the beach in broad daylight, <laughs> yeah. putting like, you know, yes. war paint on. And it's like, yeah, okay. We, everyone can see you, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're about to get a very similar sequence. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so they're in this plane, kind of awkwardly. Jenny's drinking. John's too scared to say anything else because he's going to fuck it up again. And Cindy's flying a plane. They land with a bump in a field in the Malibu Highlands. Not LAX? This is closer, and I don't think they would let me take these through security. John pulls out a huge duffel bag full of guns from the luggage compartment. Take your pick. He then pulls a massive machine gun out of the overhead locker. But this one is mine. Jenny and John walk to the nearby car park for the hiking area where they've landed. Cindy stays on the plane. As John walks into the car park, Giant machine gun in hand, people run in fear. I like this one. He gets into a Range Rover as the owner runs to get out of the way. They jump in and head to the suburbs as they it's drive. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just and that's pretty much what he does in the first movie, yeah, right? Like he just he just takes what he needs as they drive. Bennett's phone rings. Glad to see you both made it. We'll meet you out front of the place you're headed. So they're on their way to. I do I do have to respect the kidnappers as well. Obviously, he's fucked up his day a bit by killing all the men that were there to pick him up. But it's like, yeah, you know what? He's still coming. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) and Bennett, like the last Bennett, and I think also this Bennett, they're not 
well-adjusted people. Like, they're having fun with this stuff. And and I think this Bennett's the same. Like, and, the and game the, is almost more fun than actually getting John, I In think. an interview I saw on the Wikipedia page for Commando, the the guy who, who played him says that he actually, he hates John Matrix, but he also loves him a bit. Yes. So so yeah. there is very much that, like, love to hate him I sort of thing. I think there's a little so. bit of this, like, a fanboy almost kind yeah. of with this better as well. And, so. and even that line of, like, you know, you're scared of him. It's like, yes, because I'm smart. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> yes. You, you have to respect your enemy, mate. Otherwise, you're not going to live the night. Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. So... I think that's the same with this better. Like this better is a little different, but mm. I think it's always like he's a fanboy of, mm-hmm. of John Matrix, and he, <laughs> he kind of is excited to see him work, and he yeah. kind of knew this was going to happen. Like yeah. he knew that that van was going to get to where it was going to go, <laughs> and he's given him a phone. Like they could just call if he like. Yeah, he, he wants them to get there. Like yeah, yeah. he wants he wants this to to it's happen. Like good detective work, mate. Yeah, <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> so they're on their new Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> So they kind of drive out into the suburbs and as they head down the street to where this house is, it's clear they're in pretty big trouble. The street is filled with heavily armed gang members. Cars are parked blocking the road. The phone rings again. So John, we doing this the easy way or the hard way? Hard way. (laughs) Hell yeah. See you soon. Ready or not boys, he's coming. The phone hangs up. (laughs) I'll drop you off here. Be right back with Billy. I'm coming. John smiles. Hold on. The (laughs) Range Rover tears forward, wheels squealing. The gangsters open fire, but he isn't slowing down. John grabs an Uzi, firing out the window. Jenny hangs out, firing a machine gun. Gang members are being torn apart. (laughs) Things get worse when the Range Rover hits one of the parked cars, pushing it into Bennett's goons. Suddenly they panic or try to run as they're mowed down by gunfire or crushed by the cars being pushed into them. The Range Rover finally grinds to a halt and John and Jenny climb into the back. The remaining gang members fire on the car, slowly destroying it. Two grenades fly out from behind the SUV, blowing up and causing mayhem. Two more follow, then more and more. Grenades exploding everywhere. Into the mayhem, John steps out, holding his huge machine gun. All fucking hell is about to break loose. He walks through the war zone, easily killing everyone in his path. Jenny... I, I just love that phrase. Sorry, just, just I really yeah. want to highlight it. All fucking hell is about to break loose. Yeah. <laughs> just just so, wanted to really highlight that. So he's killing everyone in his path. <laughs> Jenny's following, finishing off anyone that's left with a combat shotgun. They are a perfect, unkillable disaster. No one stands a chance. They walk into the shitty front yard of the rundown house. Everyone in the street is dead. Well, one guy is still sort of twitching, but Jenny finishes him off with the last bullet from her shotgun. They drop their guns. No ammo left. Let's get Billy. Nice. <laughs> so that's our big kind of murder everyone sequence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So, you know, in the first one, he wipes out a small nation. In this one, he wipes out Miami. Yeah. So. <laughs> he takes out a suburb. Woof. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like... Where can I put them? We, uh, who are we going to mow down? And they're largely nameless kind of guys. Yeah. But, um, I also love the idea, like, you've got that same... Like, I know it's set in the modern day, but you've got that same style of uh, a soundtrack going over yes. on top of it as well. So. Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think the um, soundtrack would change very no. much at all. <laughs> so, shall we 
find out what's going on. I'm very keen to find out what's going on. Who's this Bennett guy? <laughs> the mysterious Bennett. Yes. Your old pal Bennett. Your old pal Bennett. <laughs> G'day, mate. They walk into the house. A character played by Eric Dana sits on an old couch nice. with his arm around Billy, pointing a pistol at him. The huge woman from the opening, so that woman in the car at the start, yeah. stands behind the couch, arms crossed. Bennett, I presume? G'day, John. I'm here to pick up my grandson. Play date is over. Bennett and the women laugh. Easy there, John. Hate for the kid to splatter when we're all so close. Come on, Bennett, give me my son. I brought Dad here. Oh, Dad? Dad? That's sweet. I barely knew my dad. Some prick stuck a steam pipe through him. <laughs> oh, well, that, that explains it. <laughs> His son, how predictable. Your dad was a madman and a loser. I did you a favor. I'm getting pretty fucking angry, mate. Then get off your ass, sissy boy. Fight me. Nah. Don't think I will. But Jessica here is going to beat you to within an inch of your life while I have fun with your daughter. Bennett fires, hitting Jenny in the knee. John runs towards Bennett, but Jessica leaps from behind the couch, tackling John into a wall. They fight, miss punches tearing the house. They seem pretty evenly matched, but the much younger Jessica gets the upper hand and kicks John clean through a wall. Meanwhile, Bennett gets up slowly. You can go, Bill. Mum and Grandpa will meet you out front. Billy hesitates. Go, honey, Jenny says, as she tries to stand, knee bleeding. I'll be right out. Billy runs out of the house. Jessica and John continue to fight slash demolish it. All right, Bennett. Time for us to work out our daddy issues. You're bloody fiery. Even banged up, I don't know if I can take you. But I'm ready to hash this out. Bennett kicks Jenny in the knee just as she's getting up, knocking her back to onto the ground. She winces in pain. He goes to kick again, but she hits him right between the legs. He laughs as he stumbles back. Bloody little firecracker. Time to teach you some manners. He walks back towards her, taking off his belt and whipping it against his hand. So this fight's a little different to yeah. the end of the last one. Yeah, yeah. just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a similar dynamic where it just ends up, you know, mano a mano. Or, yes, yeah. Uh, mano, mano a womano, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to, because often in these kinds of movies, and I don't know, this, this might be a bit problematic too, but we'll, yeah. we'll cover it. Often these movies end with, like, if there's a woman action hero, she has to fight a woman character at the end. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to seem like that's what I was setting up with yeah. the bigger with Jessica. Yes. And then no, Jessica's no, gonna Jessica's, be a Matrix. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. And Bennett, the weaker, kind of less formidable guy, is gonna yep. go after Jenny. Yeah. And kind of I don't know how well it, it comes across in text, but basically Jessica and Matrix are having this larger than life battle that's tearing apart this house. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. getting that. Whereas, <laughs> whereas Jenny's on the ground and this mm. guy is like scary and dangerous mm. and those two kinds of things are happening next oh, yeah. to each other and yeah and Bennett's this real threat because she's wounded and yep. he's kind of taking his time whereas meanwhile there's 
walls exploding over here. Yeah. And I think that kind of dynamic of like looking at how both people are going to approach this situation. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I was trying yeah. to do. Something a bit more interesting than just all over the top violence, <laughs> like a, a little bit of both. Well, it usually um, ends with like you know someone has to, it, it's like okay I have no army left let's just let's just duke it, it out. out yeah 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 and yeah so we'll, shall we see how it resolves? Let's see how it resolves. So John and Jessica are still fighting. They're now kind of, they burst through a bunch of walls and they're in the kitchen of this kind of shitty old building. Mm-hmm. Jessica slams John's head onto the counter and she slams it again and again and again. She's just slamming his head into the counter. She holds his limp head up and we see his face, a bloody smile. She looks confused, then too late, realises why he's smiling. As he jams the sharp broken end of the tap, he just broke off into her throat Ugh. as blood gushes out of the tap he yeah. climbs oh, up yuck. <laughs> yeah <laughs> journey the tap is leaking i'll grab a new washer at the store <laughs> he kicks over jessica and walks into the lounge just as bennett hits jenny again with a belt jesus you're the real deal mate ah well you're gonna come and finish me off no she is jenny leaps up behind bennett Grabbing the belt wrapped around his hand, she pulls it around his neck as he desperately tries to get it off. It almost looks like he'll break free, but Jenny jumps onto his back, slamming them onto the ground with all her weight. She repositions, wrapping her legs around his waist, slowly choking the life from him. Bennett is dead. John helps Jenny up, and they walk outside. She took your breath away. <laughs> oh, come on, I didn't have that again. I liked it. I like that a lot. We'll add that one. Yeah. <laughs> John helps. Yeah, that was really good. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> no, the I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you got that one in there. John helps Jenny up, and they walk outside. Billy runs over, hugging her. John hangs back awkwardly. Billy, I'd like you to meet your granddad. Really? That guy was an evil asshole, but he had a point about having a dad around. I've been trying to protect Billy, but I think that's going to be easier with your help. John smiles. Billy runs and hugs him, and John picks him up with just one arm. They walk out of the war zone, Jenny limping next to John. Suddenly he scoops her up in his other arm. So he's got Billy in one arm, yeah. Jenny in the other arm. Nice. Kind of walking. It's a one big walking, family. Yeah, walking out of the battlefield. Very much he was carrying Jenny like that in the first movie too. Yeah, so yeah, it's very yeah. important. Um, we make a good team. You know Kirby keeps asking me to start a new unit. No chance, Dad. They Kirby all Kirby should be retired by now, <laughs> yeah. surely. <laughs> yeah. I think they're all kind of retired though, Robert. I mean, not... he's old enough to be president of the United States by this point. <laughs> they're, they're not real soldiers. Like, they're just doing whatever they do now. The mercenaries, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so the... no chance, Dad. They all walk off laughing. Cindy waits at the end of the street with a car, smiling as her family comes back to her. And that's the end of our nice. Commando 2. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. It does tread a little bit close to some of the stuff yeah. I've got, but okay. I've, I think I've got enough different to to differentiate it. So yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> So that's a bit of a relief. Yeah. Very cool, man. I enjoyed oh, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun to write. It's a very different kind of writing process to other things. Like for this one, I kind of knew I wanted to hit some of the same beats as the original, mm. So, but just with Jenny and switching things around a bit. So I was like, oh, well, I'll do that. But then I just then I just kind of was like, oh, what, what fun, exciting thing can happen? 
there. Mm. And what yeah. exciting thing could happen next is like, oh, how are they going to get out of this van? Oh, they're going to surf off on bodies. Or they're going <laughs> to like, which is all about like what exciting thing can make the scene more exciting. There yeah. Was, yeah, like, I mean, we'll get to mine, but I know a lot of the process was of like, okay, he's in this situation. How yeah. does he get out of it? And then I just have to walk away for a few minutes just to kind of contemplate, okay, yeah. what's in the room? What could he do? Yes. You know? Because so. often when we're writing these things, Unless it's really key to the story, I don't tend to go into huge detail with my action scenes because, mm-hmm. like, they're important, but they're not my skill set and they're not, like, they're something we'd build later, I figure, mm-hmm. in a lot of movies. But this is, like, it's all action signatures pretty oh, much, yeah. right? Yeah. So we have It's all to... action and quips, really, yeah. isn't it? And so it's, it's really yeah. important what they look like, so yeah. I had to think a lot more about that stuff, which was really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, and it was also, like, trying to get the balance of explaining the scene well enough that you can follow it mm-hmm. without it being too wordy and boring. Yes. So, like, the bit where she's in the kitchen island took me so many rewrites to work out, like, how, how do to I... explain what's actually happening yeah, here. Yeah. Oh, um, I think, yeah, it was quite <laughs> succinct, actually. So yeah. good job on that one. Yeah, yeah. but it was, it, I found a lot of that stuff, like, you had to be really thoughtful because, obviously, we're also, unlike a traditional script, mm. we also are reading this to an audience and we've got to keep their attention. Yeah. So yeah. It was, it's like that balance of you can't be too just descriptive, but you also have to... Well, you have to be enough to, I think, paint a picture. And I think yes. is, if it paints a picture in my mind, I tend to think that hopefully that translates well enough yes. in uh, what I say. And, <laughs> so. and I think that in the full movie, there would probably be a couple more action sequences in the middle, mm-hmm. but I wanted to just mainly one not have a million hour long episode today but also <laughs> which i appreciate <laughs> just have the, yeah so just worth putting out we're recording on a monday which we never and, do, I, so. and i start work tomorrow at like 7 30 yeah, so this is gonna work, be great so, so we're trying to be succinct much like commander is yes but it's also, only a 90 minute film so yeah, yeah it's yeah. very quick and it, and it breeze through but also i guess get the key story points that people would need some mm. of those other action sequences would just be action sequences like yeah. you say to kill a henchman and or... i mean really it doesn't matter how he finds out where he has to go to fight the it next doesn't. guy it it, at the end of the day we just want to see him fight the next guy exactly. it's like you know so just come up with your excuse and move on <laughs> yeah and i wanted with i guess jessica just to have a different kind of villain mm-hmm. uh, i watched kick-ass 2 again oh, yes. recently and there's the russian i and... was getting a bit of mother russia yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... and i thought yeah we just don't see that very much so i thought i something a bit different there's mm. plenty of the like, tops leaking <laughs> yeah. like yeah like like female ufc fighters or female wrestlers or like there are people around that could play that role mm. so let's do something a bit different let's have oh, yeah. a different yeah. villain that was mm. i guess and then bennett is eric banner which i really like actually yeah. that was cool so he's, he's the same age as Alyssa milano so oh, I, I thought yep. that dynamic of them both having these fathers that kind of yep. messed up and even though like, it's, it's that balance of, like, how deep do you explore that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I think it's a good motivation, but I also kind of like that Arnold's just like, uh, of course you are. Like, it, yeah. like it, it wasn't really a mystery. It wasn't meant to be a mystery. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's just a reason to exist. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, your dad was a loser anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then that just makes him even angrier and yeah. kind of builds that kind of dynamic with them a little mm-hmm. bit more. And I kind of imagined that, that older Bennett had told his son Bennett about this guy John Matrix, yeah. and so that's why he's that little bit of a fanboy. I love that, like, like Bennett Senior and Bennett Junior. Neither of them have a first name. <laughs> no, 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 and I don't even know if it's their first or last name. I'm pretty so, sure it's their last. I mean, you, it's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, the, you, you've got your two Bennetts, and <laughs> even like 
like when he was kind of excited when John was like, no, I'm going the hard way. Like yeah. he, he wants to see this stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. as much as he hates this guy, yeah. he kind of also like loves well, same, this guy. Same sort of yeah. weird fanboy exactly. that, the, yeah. that his dad had. So I wanted yeah. to kind of, yeah, approach that, but also he's the son. So just yeah. mix it that a little bit, but there's think, something very wrong with that family. Yeah, <laughs> there is, there is definitely like, and we're never going to find out, and we don't really find out. I guess we kind of do a bit, but with like where Bennett got all these gang members from, but where he hired because it's not really that important. No, like, no, who cares? Like, you know, <laughs> he had a murder boner and he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like... yeah exactly. Yeah, that's kind of my story. I, I don't know. Do we want to maybe call it for a week? Because you mentioned that yours has some similarities. Yes. So that might be good, good to go through yours, and then we can kind of compare what you did, the similar and different, and why. And I, I think yeah, I think that might be good. And I mean, also to compare it to the original movie too, so. We yes. can sort of say, oh, all right, this is where I picked up from that. This yes. is what we, you know, learned from this or changed. And yeah, perfect. Uh, awesome. Well, all the usual things that we ask you to do, please like and subscribe and review our our podcast. But on whatever mostly, platform you happen to be listening on. Definitely. But yep. mostly just come back next week and find out what Alyssa Milano does in Nick's movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exact same movie. No, no, no. We, we, it will be different. <laughs> it I, will be. I have a week to do a rewrite. We'll be right. <laughs> yeah. So come back and, and listen to a completely different Commander 2 <laughs> next week. So until next time, to, to be continued. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at TMYL2. Find our polls and website at tmyl2.wordpress.com. Our opening title is by Brett Harris, and this episode was edited by Brennan Crates. We are the closest living out here Jenny and me putting ice cream on Each other's noses and feeding the deer Jenny and me We were going to build a normal life here A carefree existence of laughter and play But General Kirby, he fed them right to us And then the bastards took her away Jenny and me John, it's your old friend Bennett. I thought you were dead. Not true, John. If you want your daughter, you'd better play along. Fuck you, John. An assassination. I will not do this. You pull it off, she'll be just fine. Don't put me through if this. If you fail, we will mail her to you. No deal. You will get her back one piece at a time. Jenny. Look, you have to help. They took my Jenny. You give me a lift and we follow the trail. We will fend off all the more policemen. We let Sully go and cook we impale. We start to do some last minute shopping. So many good ones, not easy to choose. We borrow this plane and we fly to the island. Or fucking hell is about to break loose. Jenny and me. Jenny and me, Jenny and me, John, it's your
your old friend Bennett. Bennett let's party. Told you I'd be ready for you. We'll see, Bennett. You know I'm feeling good, John. Just like old times, Matrix and Bennett me. And me. And when you're laying dead before Bullshit. me, I'll have finally fulfilled Come my on, dream. Bennett. Gonna shoot you between the balls. So do I'm it. Gonna kill you. Bennett, let off some steam. You know the two of us. We're going home now, back to the mountains for Jenny and me. Wipe those tears away, cause daddy's here now. Everyone's dead, you're finally free. We want you to start up your unit again, John. No chance. And do you see this woman standing here? She's going to be your new mother. We're going home now, Jenny and me. Jenny